cheer. Read the book of Revelations for yourself. Welcome to Streams in the Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor, evangelist, and prophetic teacher, Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in to ask questions and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's your host, Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today, September 23rd, 2015. For the Streams in the Desert Live internet radio broadcast coming to you live from the beautiful and breathtaking studios of StarWorldWideNetworks.com, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is The End of Summer. But before we get started, let us pray. Father God, we humbly come before your throne. We thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you've yet to do. Lord God, we know through the power and anointing of your Holy Spirit today, you will reveal that which you have prepared and ordained for your people to see and hear in the Spirit this very hour. Lord, let your word go out around the world. Let it be your word and no man's word. We give you glory and honor and praise for it. And Lord Jesus, we thank you for dying on the cross, picking up your life, and having us on your mind that we may receive eternal life if we will live for you in this life, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray, and Holy Spirit, have your way. Amen and amen. Well, folks, greetings to you all once again from wherever you are in the world as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, today for another gripping episode of Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast. As we begin our show for today, the first thing on the agenda is to stop and reflect on the title of our broadcast, of which there again is The End of Summer. My friends, as late as last week, I reminded you all of the warning given by the Lord God over the summer months, which was to get ready, be ready, and stay ready, both spiritually and physically, for the ills that lie dead ahead. The first piece that I have to share with you today is an excerpt written by Michael Snyder of the economiccollapseblog.com, posted this past Monday, September 21st, 2015, and is titled, There are indications that a major financial event in Germany could be imminent. In which Mr. Snyder writes, Is something about to happen in Germany that will shake the entire world? According to the disturbing new intel that I have received, a major financial event in Germany could be imminent. Mr. Schneider says, now when I say imminent, I do not mean to suggest that it will happen tomorrow, but I do believe that we have entered a season of time when another Lehman Brothers moment may occur. Most observers tend to regard Germany as the strong hub that is holding the rest of Europe together economically. But the truth is that serious trouble is brewing under the surface. As I write this, the German DAX or DAX stock index is down close to 20% 
from the all-time high that was set back in April, and there are a lot of signs of turmoil in the German at German at Germany's, my friends, largest bank. There are very few banks in the world that are more prestigious or more influential than Deutsche Bank. And my friends, I've mentioned this bank to you very recently ago. And Michael Snyder says, and it has been making headlines for all the wrong reasons recently. Just like we saw with Lehman Brothers, banks that are too big to fail don't suddenly collapse overnight. The truth is that there are always warning signs in advance if you look closely enough, he says. In early 2014, shares of Deutsche Bank were trading at $50 a share. Since that time, they have fallen by more than 40%, and they are now trading below $29 a share. Mr. Snyder states that it is a common knowledge that the corporate culture at Deutsche Bank is deeply corrupt, and the bank has been exceedingly reckless in recent years. If you are exceedingly reckless and you win all the time, that is okay. Unfortunately for Deutsche Bank, they have increasingly been on the losing end of things, says Mr. Schneider. He then continues by stating that prior to the sudden collapse of Lehman Brothers on September 15, 2008, there had been media reports of mass layoffs at the firm. To just give you a couple of examples, CNBC reported on this on March 10th, 2008, and the New York Times reported on this August 28th, 2008. When big banks start getting into serious trouble, this is what they do. They start getting rid of staff. That is why the massive job cuts that Deutsche Bank just announced are announced are so troubling. Deutsche Bank aims to cut roughly 23,000 jobs or about one quarter of its total staff through layoffs, mainly in technology activities and by spinning off its post-bank division, financial sources say said on Monday. Next, my friends, to illustrate as to just to what degree the imminent danger the Deutsche Bank of Germany is facing, Mr. Schneider further on into the article states that the following is a pretty good timeline of some of the major events that have hit Deutsche Bank since the beginning of last year. It comes from a not-quant article that was published back in June entitled, Is Deutsche Bank the Next Lehman? Through which Mr. Snyder posts, points out rather that the following in, in April of 2014, Deutsche Bank was forced to raise an additional $1.5 billion of Tier 1 capital to support its capital structure. Why, says Mr. Snyder? One, th- one month later, in May of 2014, the scramble for liquidity continued as DB, and not me, my friends, Deutsche Bank, announced the selling of 8 billion euros worth of stock at up to a 30% discount. Why again, says Mr. Snyder. It was a move which raised eyebrows across the financial media. The calm outward image of Deutsche Bank did not seem to reflect their rush, their rushed efforts to raise liquidity. Something was Decidedly rotten behind the screen. Fast forwarding, fast forwarding, my friends, to March of this year, Deutsche Bank fails the banking industry stress tests and is given a stern warning to shore up its capital structure. In April, Deutsche Bank confirms its agreement to a joint settlement with the U.S. and U.K. regarding the manipulation of Libor. The bank is saddled with a massive 2.1 billion payment, billion dollar or billion euros, I don't know, 
payment to the DOJ, I would say dollars, still a small fraction of their winnings from the crime. In May, one of Deutsche Bank CEOs, Ashu Jane, is given an enormous amount of new authority by the board of directors. Hmm. We guess that this is a crisis move. In times of crisis, the power of executives is often increased. June 5th, Greece misses its payment to the IMF. The risk of default across all of its debts is now considered acute. This has massive implications for Deutsche Bank. That is because they carried most of their debt, my friends. June 6th and 7th, the Saturday and Sunday immediately following Greece's mispayment to the IMF, Deutsche, Bank, Deutsche Bank's two CEOs announced their surprise departure from the company. Just one month after Jane is given his new expanded powers, Ashu Jane will step down first at the end of June. Jorgen Flicken will step down next May. June 9th. S&P lowers the rating of Deutsche Bank to triple B plus, just three notches above junk. Incidentally, says Mr. Snyder, triple B plus is even lower than Lehman's downgrade, which preceded its collapse by just three months. Are you starting to get the picture? These are not signs of a healthy bank, says Mr. Snyder, just before going on to say, what makes things even worse is how recklessly Deutsche Bank has been behaving. At one point, it was estimated that Deutsche Bank had a staggering $75 trillion worth of exposure to derivatives. That's a bad word, my friends. Keep in mind that the German GDP for the entire year is only about $4 trillion. So when Deutsche Bank finally collapses, my friends, listen up. There won't be enough money in Europe or anywhere else, for that matter, to clean up the mess. This is a perfect example, says Mr. Snyder, of why I'm constantly hammering on the dangers of these weapons of financial mass destruction. If Deutsche Bank were a totally were to totally collapse, it would be a financial disaster far worse than Lehman Brothers, he says. Listen, my friends, it would literally take down the entire European financial system and cause global financial panic on a scale that none of us have has ever seen before. Mr. Snyder ends this piece by sharing on a personal note. I apologize, he says, for not posting anything last week. I traveled to two very important conferences and was living out of a suitcase for about eight days. There has been a bit of a lull in the action over the past couple of weeks, but he says, I expect that to end very shortly. He then states, I believe that the rest of 2015 is going to be incredibly chaotic, and we are going to see some things happen that most people could not even conceive of right now. In the days that are directly ahead, I encourage people to keep a close eye on both Germany and Japan. Big things, he says, are about to happen and millions are about to be totally shaken out of their complacency. And on that startling note, my friends, I will be right back after the break to share with you some of the prophetic events slated here at the end of summer.
Because soon the sun will come and there will be many left behind. Okay, my friends, our next couple of pieces are written by Mr. James Bailey of Z3news.com, the first of which was posted September 11th, 2015, and is most interesting, and at the same time, is very prophetically charged and is titled Watch Out for Global Economic Collapse Starting in Germany on September 25th. Let me see. Today's the 23rd, 24th, 25th. That's uh, two days from now, my friends. Let's see what the Lord has to say. Of which, my friend, uh, my friends, Mr. Bailey Dusley begins by saying in this article, well, this one should get some attention. Sure got mine. He then says, I received two prophetic warnings in the past few days from two independent sources, both pointing to a global economic collapse beginning two weeks from today on Friday, September 25th, 2015. Mr. Bailey further states that Their warnings are also confirmed by others presented in this post. At this point, Mr. Bailey goes on to share that the first warning is a prophetic dream. He further states that the first warning came from an email he received from Louis McGeorge, of whom Mr. Bailey states is an uh, associate pastor at New Promise Christian Fellowship and Phoenix House of Prayer. Mr. Bailey as well states that Pastor McGeorge had walked, has walked with the Lord for many years. And after a week of fasting and praying for our nation, 
he received the following short prophetic dream and is, my friends, where Pastor McGeorge states, In this dream, I was with some friends in Kansas City. They were redecorating their home, taking things off the wall out of one of their back rooms and putting them on their wall in the main hallway. Then he says, my old pastor came in and someone asked him to tell us what he knows. He said, there will be a crash in Germany on the 25th. That was the end of the dream. Interpretation. Pastor McGeorge stated, Pastor McGeorge shared his insights regarding his dream. He was visiting Kansas City because he used to live there. He moved away years ago, but still has friends living there. He believes that the items displayed on the walls have to do with the prophetic dreams, visions, and words of warning from the Lord that have been given to his watchmen on the walls. I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem, which shall never hold their peace, day nor night, yea, that make mention, ye that make mention of the Lord, keep not silent. Isaiah chapter 62, verse 6. The items on the wall represent the writing on the wall, which means the warnings the Lord has been giving to his people for years in our back rooms, our prayer rooms, or war rooms, are now beginning to be brought out into the open for all to see in the main hallway. In other words, everyone is about to see these events unfolding that were previously only seen by God's people. We have come to the time where these events are going to happen. I believe the word spoken by his former pastor, says Mr. Bailey, represents the word of the Lord. He said, there will be a crash in Germany on the 25th. His former pastor did not say what kind of a crash, but Pastor McGeorge felt the implication was a market crash. His former pastor did not say which month, just the day of the month. But Pastor McGeorge felt the implication was this month, September 2015. Moving ahead, Mr. Bailey begins to share with us the second warning, which is to watch out for the Pope. Hmm, yes, he's on our soil. Mr. Bailey states that the second warning came from a Catholic prophetic website, called Locu, Locu, uh, see, locutions.org. Locutions.org. He then goes on to say that they posted a prophetic warning that a global, my friends, you need to listen up from this point on, seriously. They posted a prophetic warning that a global financial collapse will begin, listen, 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 while the Pope is at the world's financial center. Mr. Bailey states that excerpts from their prophetic warning are shown below. He says that they identified the financial collapse will happen when Pope Francis is in the United States. But to be more precise, the financial center of the world is New York City. The whole world recognizes that fact. Mr. Bailey then states that Pope Francis will be in the United States for four, but it's actually six full days, from September 22nd through, he says, 26th, but it will be the 27th. But he will only be at the world's financial center, says Mr. Bailey, for one whole day, Friday, 
September 25th. He will be speaking to the United Nations General Assembly at 8.30 a.m. on that day. Mr. Bailey goes on to say, here is Pope Francis's U.S. travel schedule. Arrives in Washington, D.C., 4 p.m. Tuesday, the 22nd of September. Arrives in New York City at 5 p.m. Thursday, September 24th. Departs New York City at 8 8 a.m. Saturday, September 26th. Arrives at Philadelphia at 9.30 a.m. Saturday, September 26th. Departs Philadelphia at 8 p.m. on Sunday, the 27th of September. At this point, Mr. Bailey gives a warning when he says, before clicking the link of their site, please note, their site immediately came under attack as soon as they posted this warning on September 3rd and remains under attack today. Mr. Bailey ends by saying, I am not able to access it safely on my desktop computer, but I am able to access it on my iPad At the same time, he goes on to say, somebody doesn't want this word to get out. In addition, Mr. Bailey says that the locution's website posted the following warning on September 3rd, 2015, of which states that the collapse, my friends, listen very closely to this, it's very important. The collapse will not come before Pope Francis comes to America, but it will happen while he is in America. I deliberately brought the Pope to America, the world's financial center, to be here when it takes place. I want him to be part of the picture. I want him to be present His presence in America will be my sign that the church is very important in saving mankind from its own follies. My friends, at this point, I, or me, Pastor Dana, has to say, just, uh, you know, has a little FYI for you. Obviously, If this truly is a prophetic word from the Lord God, it is the Lord God who is speaking here. So the church that he is speaking of is in no way the Catholic church, but is that that is composed of those who belong to his one and only begotten son, who is none other than Jesus Christ, the only savior of the world. Remember, my friends, the Lord God can and even has and does use a donkey or donkeys to convey his message. Only time will tell if this is a faithful and true word from the Lord God. Meanwhile, back at what we do truly hope to be a prophetic word from the Lord to America and the world at large. He states that towards the end of his trip, the Pope's that is, he will have to shift his message and address the new world situation. In this way, I will begin to exalt the church as a beacon of light in the darkness. There again, my friends, that could only be the church of the Lord and only Savior who is Jesus Christ and not that of the so-called Catholic Church. During September, Congress will be voting on the Iran Treaty. Terrorism and economic difficulties are the twin evils which will mark the year ahead all of these good and evil forces papacy economic collapse and nuclear war will be merged into a single unforgettable moment as they all come together in september 2015 mr bailey then states Four days later, they posted the following warning on September 7th, 2015. This collapse is not a temporary situation of a true economy, 
but the normal result, result, the normal result of a false economy based upon money that does not exist and the accumulation of debt. All of this happened when the West walked away from God. When the light of faith was left behind, mankind entered into darkness. This collapse will be the final warning so that my message will be believed. It will take place while the Pope is at the world's financial center. After the collapse, many secular voices will be raised, decrying what has been allowed to happen. These voices will be too shallow because they do not understand. At this point, Mr. Bailey, not only for himself, but for me as well, states, although I don't agree with the Catholic tradition or some of the other comments they shared on their site, their prophetic word confirms Pastor McGeorge's dream. Mr. Bailey then goes on to say, I am also stretched that their, that their support for Pope Francis, I am also stretched, he said, by their support for Pope Francis. But I suppose all good Catholics are supposed to support their Pope as much as they can. Next, Mr. Bailey writes, watch out for September, and then says, Similar warnings have come from other sources. He states that Neville Johnson saw the wheels coming off this month. Paul Keith Davis saw everything changing after the Day of Atonement, 2015. My friends, the Day of Atonement is today, September 23rd, 2015. Which is September 23rd, he says, continuing on, Mr. Bailey states that Chuck Pierce saw a market drop happening this month. Mr. Bailey as well mentions that Mina Lee Gerben saw death to the finances from September to December of 2015. However, he says, none of these words mention anything about Germany or September 25th, so they are similar but not exactly the same. At this point, Mr. Bailey begins to share a warning from Neville Johnson, where he states, in addition to his word about the wheels coming off this month, Neville Johnson shared another word which he saw, in which he saw a devastating economic collapse starting in Germany. Mr. Bailey then says, here is an excerpt from his newsletter dated October 2013. I saw another devastating economic collapse. Although the order and timing was not clear, I saw that Japan and Germany were some of the triggers in this. I saw an earthquake devastating Tokyo, which is also a trigger as the Tokyo stock market closed indefinitely. The U.S. was seriously affected by this. It was revealed to me that none of the banking safeguards which were, which were uh, recommended after the last economic meltdown in the USA had been put into place. This economic collapse will be far more severe than the last one Many churches and Christian organizations, along with large corporations, will fall into bankruptcy because of this, says Mr. Johnson. Moving forward at this point, Mr. Bailey brings up one of my most favorite preachers of all times, who is Pastor David Wilkerson. Mr. Bailey shares a promise shares a prophetic promise and warning from Pastor David Wilkerson, of which Mr. Bailey begins by saying that back in 1973, David Wilkerson saw a global economic collapse would begin in Germany. 
He saw the crash starting in Germany, then spreading to Japan, and then to the United States. The following is a quote from a message he preached in 1973. I saw a vision this past April, says Pastor David Wilkerson, so frightening it staggered my mind. Pastor Wilkerson then said, for the past three months, I've tried to shake it off, but I cannot do it. An economic recession is going to affect the lifestyle of every wage earner in the world. He said the world economists are going to be at a loss to explain what is happening. It is going to start in Germany, spread to Japan, and then to the United States. Large and trusted corporations are going to be going bankrupt. Many churches are going to go into bankruptcy. And some missionary projects are going to flounder. Mr. Bailey as well said that he, Pastor Wilkerson, also shared the same message in his book, The Vision. At the beginning of chapter 1, he wrote, I see total economic confusion striking Europe first and then affecting Japan, the United States, Canada, and all other nations shortly thereafter. At this point, Mr. Bailey extends an invitation when he says, For more details, see my previous post, David Wilkerson, Global Economic Collapse Begins in Germany. After that, he begins sharing another prophetic warning, this time from Terry Bennett, when he states that in June of 2011, Terry Bennett received the following word concerning Germany. The angel then pointed his finger to Germany and said that the German economy would stumble and that there would be and that there would be exp- uh, exposure of wrongdoing at the same time of high level entities such as banking, economists, and even government leaders. The angel also spoke of bad investments, like with Greece, that would be a factor in this stumbling. Mr. Bailey as well said he, Mr. Bennett, that is, also saw the following newspaper headlines from the future revealing big trouble coming to Europe, the first of which read, Mission Impossible Mission, helping the woes of the euro. The next one read, the altered, lands- the altered landscape of Europe, new nations emerging from chaos. Yet another read, German and French currency unveiled. Others consider participation. Greece, Italy, Spain join German and French alliance of ec- economies of economies editors note this will be called aoe next mr bailey states that we should watch out for germany he said that earlier this year investors endured a, a default by greece and uh, uncertainty surrounding the new greek bailout package he further stated that the markets remained relatively calm because investors believed the problems in greece could be contained that would not be the case if we see a crash in germany he says that investors confidence would be shaken to the core many would likely give up on the whole idea of the European Union because Germany is just about the only thing keeping it together. Germany is the economic engine driving the rest of Europe. It is also the largest economy in Europe. So a crash there would be a huge blow to every nation in Europe. Mr. Bailey states that since the 2008 collapse of the U.S. housing market, Germany has been propping up weaker economic, weaker European nations like Greece, Portugal, Spain, Ireland, and Italy. Without Germany's support, people in those nations would immediately enter into a time of severe hardship. Could Germany really crash? 
Mr. Bailey says, yes, they absolutely could. Many investors currently consider them to be a solid rock. But here are the hard realities. Their sovereign debt levels are now higher than ever after increasing every year since 2007. Their largest bank, Deutsche Bank, is loaded up with exposure to $54 trillion or euros in derivatives, which means that any unexpected unexpected move in interest rates could quickly wipe them out. After years of loaning billions of euros to weaker European nations, Germany's financial institutions are also carrying bad debt that will never be repaid. They have been playing the game called Extend and Pretend, but every year it has gotten harder to keep pretending. Mr. Bailey says that Germany is a house of cards that could crash with the slightest shaking. For more details, he says, see my previous post, financial meltdown might have already started in Germany. Next, Mr. Bailey says that we should watch out for Europe. He says that a crash in Germany would soon lead to the end of the European Union. Didn't I talk to you about this a few weeks ago, my friends, that it's coming? So the problems just keep unfolding. This is not a one-time crash, but an ongoing, ongoing series of crashes. A collapse of the EU would have enormous impact on the global economy and currencies of countries all over the world. The euro and the franc would be among the first casualties, but others will follow. The impact on all of Europe's trading partners would be devastating. Mr. Bailey states that professional violinist Maurice Schuyler saw the collapse of the euro would happen after Germany stopped supporting the weaker nations. The following is a quote from his website. There is an even greater financial disaster that is falling upon Europe that will collapse the euro, causing panic and chaos there. Germany will refuse to prop up the euro anymore. Basic needs in the poor European nations will be threatened. Many will lose their money overnight. Listen up, my friends, as the stage is set for the financial takeover of the Antichrist system. I've talked to you about this just two weeks ago. It will be announced this Friday in the UN, a new world order. You may not immediately begin to see the changes, but over time, it's like the frog in the water. You put the frog in the cold water, and soon you keep turning up the heat, and he's cooked. As the stage is set for financial takeover, of the Antichrist system. He says this is imminent. And my friends, it is. Because I know the Lord said this. And the dollar will also follow, although it will survive a season more. See, my friends, it will be slowly but surely. Everything will be falling in place. With that said, Since we are getting short on time for today, I'm skipping right to the last thing on Mr. Bailey's list of prophetic things to be on the lookout for. And it is something that we touched upon in the first part of the broadcast, which is that we should watch out for Fridays. Mr. Bailey says that this next point might not be related. But I am putting it out there for consideration. My friends, I am glad that he did. Because I definitely, or absolutely, whatever you like to say, think that it is something that we need to keep an eye on. Because my friends, as the old saying goes... Truth is stranger than fiction. 
With that said, at this point, Mr. Bailey continues by saying that a financial insider shared the bankster's plan for a global economic collapse that will begin on a Friday. My friends, you know what's really interesting about seeing all this is before I ever read any of this this past week, last Friday when the stock market fell, 300 points, I believe, something, 300 or better points on Friday, the Lord softly spoke to me and said, hmm, it's Friday. And I thought, oh, is this going to start happening every Friday? I'm going to keep an eye out on that. Well, maybe it's not every Friday. Maybe this Friday coming up will be the snowball that crashes everything. may not happen here, my friends. But it will happen either here or in Germany or some other place. The Lord has already put these words out. We have to take him at his word, and we have to see his word come to pass. And my friends, if for some reason his word does not come to pass, A, it is not his word, or B, it's not the timing for it to come to pass, and it's still his word. But my friends, never be dismayed. When a word comes from the Lord, and we know that it is from the Lord, it will do what the Lord has sent it to do. So, my friends... A financial insider shared the bankster's plan for a global economic crash that will begin on a Friday. Now listen to the details because it sounds like this Friday. This insider was quoted quoted as have saying having said it's going to be another day just like any other day. It's going to be a Friday. When it happens, too. That is what they plan on doing. It's going to be in the middle of the afternoon. My friends, listen up. You might be only days, it might be hours, 48 hours away from this. It's going to be the middle of the afternoon. The word on the street is that some of these guys are meeting over here and another meeting over there. And not even their assistants will know where these guys are. Then they're going to pull the plug. Markets will be shut down at about 12 o'clock or 12.30. And just leave them off because the collapse is going to be so quick. Mr. Bailey, in closing, as well says, I shared more details about this warning in my previous post, Insider Leaks Details of Bankster's Plan to Take Down U.S. Economy. So if the crash in Germany is the same event as what the banksters have planned, he says, it could happen on Friday, September 25th. Mr. Bailey ends by saying that the next available dates in 2015 and 16 for Fridays landing on the 25th are as follows. Friday, September 25th, 2015. Friday, December 25th, 2015. Friday, March 25th, 2016. Friday, November 25th, 2016. And you know, I was going to look up and see if that was the day after Thanksgiving next year. And I would almost say that it probably is, but I can't be for sure. You can look that up on your own. Friday, November 25th, 2016. That would be a good day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I did get as far as saying, will the stock market be open the day after Thanksgiving? But I forgot to look to see what the, the actual date of Thanksgiving next year would be. So... The thing is, is and by the way, uh, it did say the stock market would be open till one o'clock on the uh, the day after uh, Thanksgiving this year. Mr. Bailey says, "Oh, and and my producer is telling me she just looked it up, and for next year, the uh, Thanksgiving holiday will be November twenty fourth, two thousand sixteen. So there's another good candidate, November twenty fifth, two thousand sixteen." 
for a Friday being the time of the crash, maybe here in America. God only knows. Mr. Bailey says, and thank you, Miss Wendy, for that. Mr. Bailey says, I find it interesting. September 25th falls on a Friday. Conclusion. Any of these prophecies, any of these prophetic warnings, he says, standing alone would be interesting. But putting them all together reveals a disturbing picture. Pastor McGeorge heard Germany will crash on the 25th, but was not shown which month. However, other prophetic words from other sources suggest it could be this month. I believe, says Mr. Bailey, it would be wise to prepare for trouble coming soon, especially two weeks from now on Friday, September 25th, 2015. When it comes to prophetic ministry, he says, date setting is the hardest part. Yet, I don't think it is right to always discard dates because I believe that there are times when the Lord reveals specific dates, especially when it comes to warnings of trouble ahead. And I agree with him on that, my friends. The Lord God works in patterns. The only date that he told us we will never know is the day and the hour in which the rapture will take place, my friends. Now, when it comes to all other dates, you know, he may show us something. But that one, he has reserved and said, no man knows the day or the hour. That just means the day of the week or the hour in which that the hour in that day specifically, my friends. But he also goes on to say the signs of the times are all around us. And we know that the return of the Lord Jesus Christ is imminent. And that's in God's way of thinking, not ours, my friends. A thousand, a thousand years is a, a day unto God. So it's imminent according to his thinking. But it's certainly not any thousand years. I wouldn't give it even five years, but... God only knows. That's all I can say right now. Anybody, he says, who has followed the prophetic ministry for very long knows it can be frustrating because we all want to know what is going to happen and when. But the reality is we only know in part and see in part according to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 9. He rightly then ends by saying, only God knows and sees the whole picture. Now would be a great time to seek him and ask him what to do next. My friends, just as in the time of Noah, when the flood came, they were all carrying on in their filth and sin until the day the ark door closed and they knew not until it was closed that they had missed their salvation or way of escape. The ark is a representation of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're to get inside of his love, and and to walk in the power and anointing of God's Holy Spirit. To ask him to forgive us of our sins so that we can be ready, watching, and waiting for his imminent return because he is our salvation, which means way of escape. Just as the ark was the salvation or way of escape during that time that the world before ours was destroyed, all except for eight people. Only eight people listened to what the Lord God had to say. My friends, the Lord Jesus Christ tells us that it's a straight and narrow path which leads unto life everlasting and that few there be that ever find it. My friends, 
he's talking about the whole entire time that this world has been in existence. And there's only few that will ever find eternal life because most people are comfortable and wallowing in the things that Satan has made to look wonderful. Not all that glitters, my friends, is gold. And on that note, my friends, today, September 23rd, 2015, is the Jewish Day of Atonement, or Yom Kippur. Which is to say the biblical day of atonement and judgment, my friends. And at the same time, this year marks the end of summer. It is as well the date and time that the Lord God has warned us all who can and will hear his voice to be prepared and ready by. For, my friends, the things that now lie dead ahead will only be endured by those who belong to the Lord and only Savior of all mankind, who there again is none other than Jesus Christ. These spoken of are those who have truly Ask the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive them of their sins and are the same who have been saved by the blood of Jesus in doing so. They are as well those who know God's word, know it well, and know it correctly for themselves and who walk daily with the Lord Jesus in the power and anointing of God's Holy Spirit. For the word of the Lord God in Jeremiah chapter 8 verse 20 applies to all who do not know and follow him, God that is, by way of a personal relationship in good standing with his one and only begotten son, who there again is Jesus Christ, and states that The harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. The word of the Lord God also says that they who endure to the end shall be saved. But to endure to the end, my friends, you must be saved by the name, word, and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, which only comes by way of the power, working, and anointing of God's Holy Spirit. And with that said, my friends, September 25th is only two days away. We don't know if anything actually will happen on that day, but we don't know that it won't happen on that day, my friends. So that is why we must be ready at all times to endure till the end. My friends, it is only by way of the power and anointing of God's Holy Spirit that a person could be faced with a person with a machete in their hand saying, denounce the Lord Jesus Christ or I'm chopping your head off. And stand there with their mouth clamped shut because they're not going to deny the Lord Jesus Christ and give up their eternal life or their love for him. You can only do that, my friends, by way of the indwelling power and anointing of God's Holy Spirit. No man in himself has the ability to withstand that. They will crumble. So today, my friends, if you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior— then I have good news for you. You can, because I'm going to pray for you here. And it's your responsibility to go before the Lord Jesus Christ, before the Lord God, and to ask them and ask the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins, 
but I'm going to pray for you right now, my friends. And I pray that the power and anointing of God's Holy Spirit fall upon you this hour and give you a hunger for getting ready, being ready, and staying ready, no matter if it's two days from now or the day that you take your last breath after a long life or the Lord Jesus Christ comes in the rapture, that you're ready, ready, ready to meet the Lord no matter how you meet him. With that said, my friends, let us pray. Father God, we just humbly come before your throne this day. And my friends, if you'd like to pray right now and uh, say these words, it's it's called the sinner's prayer. So with that said, if you want to repeat these words to the Lord Jesus Christ, repeat them out loud that it may be heard. Dear Lord God, I humbly come before your throne today, and I thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, your one and only begotten Son, who is the only Savior of all mankind, whose name is Jesus Christ, your anointed one. Lord God, I thank you for that gift that no man can give. And Lord Jesus, I humbly come and bow down, spiritually speaking, at your throne this day. And I ask you, Lord Jesus, with a broken and contrite heart and spirit, to please forgive me of my past sins. Help me to walk in the power and anointing of God's Holy Spirit, your Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus. That I may know your word, know it well, and know it correctly for myself that I will be ready, watching, and waiting from this moment forward for your imminent return and also for the signs of the times that tell us where we are in that coming, Lord Jesus. And Holy Spirit, I ask that you would have your way in my life from this day forward, teaching me to know God's word, know it well, and know it correctly. Lord Jesus, I ask you to please forgive me of my sins. And I know that you are faithful. You are faithful and true to do that which you have promised. And I know from this moment on, I am your child. And I will go out and tell the world that I belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I will no longer willfully go out to sin. And I will find out through your word, your ways, and begin to walk in them. Until I walk right into the kingdom of God literally, at your coming in the rapture or when you take me home at your choosing. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. My friends, stay ready, watching, and waiting, and it's a wrap. Thank you once again for tuning in today for Streams in the Desert Live internet radio broadcast here on the starworldwidenetworks.com. Folks, don't forget to visit streamsaz.org daily on the web for updates on prophetic news from around the world and stay connected with me via social media and Twitter by visiting the Streams in the Desert Live landing page at starworldwidenetworks.com forward slash streams in the desert. This is Pastor Dana saying shalom and blessings to you all in the mighty name of Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach, my Lord, Master, Savior, soon coming King and Messiah, Yours too, I hope. Until we meet again next Wednesday at 3.55 p.m. for the Streams in the Desert live internet radio broadcast. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Until we meet again, shalom, shalom. Join Streams in the Desert Live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on DoubleWideNetwork.com, where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page, which can be easily located on the doublewidenetwork.com Streams in the Desert Live landing page. Until next week. 
Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?